Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I'm Paul Stevenson. Now, today is May 17th, so we send birthday wishes to legendary drummer Bill Bruford. He's worked with King Crimson and Yes and UK and Genesis and many others as well. And he's 73 years old today. And also a happy birthday to the original lead singer of Iron Maiden, Paul Diano. He was the group's vocalist from 1977 to 1981, and he turns 64 years old today. But for our story on this episode, we're going to celebrate a famous festival that opened its doors for the very first time on this day in 1963. The first Monterey Folk Festival started today in 1963. It stretched over three days in Monterey, California. Now, this first one featured Joan Baez, Bob Dylan and Peter, Paul and Mary. Probably the most famous of the festivals, though, in later years was 1967, as it featured the first major American appearances by Jimi Hendrix and The Who, as well as the first major public performance by a then pretty much unknown Janis Joplin. Now, on this episode, I thought that that was a great chance to play out this story from my interview with Jefferson Airplane legend Yorma Kaukonen, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer as well, of course. Now, he used to play guitar for Janice in her really, really early days, as Yorma now explains. What do you remember of, of Janice the first time you played with her or the first time you heard her sing? What, do you, what are your memories of Janice? Well, so I moved to California in 1962, and I, and I moved there to go to school. Now, a lot of people... You know, I'm one of these guys that sort of finished school, but it wasn't that important to me because my parents expected it. And that's just how it was. But what was important to me back in those days was staying out of the draft, was not going into the Army. <laughs> so, and, that, and one of the ways to do that was to stay in school. So I went out to California. It's 1962. Uh, I just moved from them, an East Coast guy. I just moved from the East Coast. And, and the very first week that I was in Santa, Santa Clara, which is 50 miles south of San Francisco, I'm wandering around this little campus at the school I was going to, and there's a flyer on a telephone pole, and, and they talk about a hootenanny, which we know today is open mics. So I grabbed my guitar, and I went down, and at this particular hootenanny was a guy named Richmond Talbot, who was a blues player from Berkeley, and Janis Joplin, of all people. I'd never met her before. I didn't know what the deal was. You, you know, Janice, is, when we look at Janice, there's many different Janices. There's Pearl. There's the Flash. In those days... Janice was dressed, well, much like I am today, jeans, a work shirt, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> and so we're sitting in this tiny little backstage in this little sort of hole-in-the-wall coffee shop, and, and she didn't bring an accompanist with her. And we're just talking, and then what are we going to do? And she said, and she, without even knowing me, she said, well, maybe we can play together. And I said, what do you do? And she started singing a song. I flipped out. You know, I mean, as a young guy back then, you know, having having not really heard any of my contemporaries that, that were that good, it was like, I'm in the presence of greatness. And we started we started to play, and I, I knew, if I didn't know her songs specifically, I knew the landscape of them so I could play them. And I remember the first time that we, we got on stage, and at, at the offstage, there was one teeny little mic, and these little speakers made it so it was louder than the espresso machine. Janice didn't need a mic. And I just remember thinking that, that I'm in the presence of greatness and this is a significant moment, you know. So it didn't surprise me any when Janice became the later Janice. 
Now, over the next couple of years before the rock and roll, because this is pre-rock and roll for us, the uh, next couple of years, you know, whenever Janice needed an accompanist down the peninsula, because none of us had cars back then, so 50 miles was a big deal, could take all day on a bus. So And so she would say, I'm, I've got a gig here, and so can you find your way to it, and we'll play the gig. And I went, absolutely. And occasionally, because we got we got to know each other, when she would do something in San Francisco, she couldn't get one of her go-to guys in San Francisco. She'd call me up, and I'd get in the bus and go to San Francisco. Incredible stuff. Absolutely Good stuff. Phenomenal. It really is. You know, you can't make that stuff up. <laughs> Your McAlkinen from Jefferson Airplane there. Now he tells such great stories in the full interview. You've got to check it out. It's on episode 35 of Vintage Rock Pod from June of last year. Just scroll back and find that one. It's well worth listening to. Well, that's it for May 17th then. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about a very special release from the band Kiss. So until then, take care. Take care.